Neptune strike you dead, Winslow! Hark! Hark! Triton! Hark! Bellow! Bid our father, the Sea King, rise from the depths full, foul in his fury. Black waves teeming with salt foam to smother this young mouth with punch and slime. To choke ye, engorging your organs till ye turn blue and bloated with builds and brine and can scream no more. Only when he, crowned in cockle shells, with slithering tentacle tail and steaming beard, take up his fell befinned arm. His coral tine trident screeches banshee like in the tempest and plunges right through your gullet, bursting ye a bulging bladder no more. But a blasted bloody film now a nothing for the harpies and the souls of dead sailors to pick and claw and feed upon only to be lapped up and swallowed by the infinite waters of the dread emperor himself. members. I'm Kate. And I'm Ariana. And welcome to another twisty meeting of the Nightlight Horror Movie Club. Uh, We are today um, finally going to be covering a movie that has been on the polls probably seven times. Maybe once. I'm really not sure. (laughs) I don't think it's been on any poll. Has it not? I don't know. I don't think so. It's, it's It's been suggested a lot, I think is what it is. Yeah. It never makes it to a poll. And I think the reason we didn't put it on the poll is because it's, it's a lot. The it's, reason that it didn't get on a poll is because all of our polls, where people vote for what movie we cover, have a genre assigned to them or a theme. Yeah. And this one's kind of tough to nail down. <laughs> I guess that's a good point. Maybe like an A24 poll... Or that like a worked. hidden gems poll. I don't know if this is hidden. Because like everywhere, well, everywhere I look, there's a different genre for this movie. It's like, oh, it's a survival. It's a fantasy. It's a suspense. It's a thriller. It's a horror. Um, for me, I, I think this, I, this, this for me is definitely a horror movie. Don't you think? Um, I don't know. I could what? see it both ways. Yeah. Interesting. So um, this is like very traditional Lovecraftian horror for me. I knew you were going to bring it up. Well, th- how could I not bring it up? <laughs> That's the story. See, you're, I knew you're going to go down the Greek mythology rabbit holes, of which there are many. Mm. It's just like a pit mm-hmm. of Greek mythology. And I'm going to talk about fucking Lovecraftian sea shit because, you know, Ooh. I don't like I don't like snow landscapes in movies. I find them a little boring. Sand landscapes. I need something more to look at. But like sea, the ocean. You're right. The ocean is awesome. It's like midnight chaotic. Mass, yes. Mesmerizing. Sailors, lighthouses. Shit going down. The coast. So yeah. like, yeah. Spooky. Lovecraftian horror. And like, yeah, like what's real, what you're hallucinating. That kind of shit is my is my bag. Um, and just like a quick plug for people who like that kind of horror and who play video games. I have two recommendations. <laughs> real fast. Um, Perfect. Dredge. 
is an indie uh, video game. It's about you. It's like a Lovecraftian horror indie game where you are in a boat and you're like a fisherman. But the further you, the further way you get from the lighthouse, the more you go insane. <gasps> Ooh! So you start to like see things, and there's like puzzles, and it gets legit scary at times. So dredge. That sounds awesome. I might actually like that. Check it out. I got it for like five dollars. Um, wow. And then this one's called Return of o- Return of the Oberdin, which is like a Agatha Christie esque detective mass murders on the sea. Was it oh supernatural or was it not kind of thing? Ooh, you have to like go through the boat and like solve everyone's murders. It's really fun. Oh shit! But like, wow, yeah, it's just really. Anyway, I like sea shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I and I this movie Ariana doesn't know this because we haven't talked about the lighthouse, but um, this movie is actually one that's kind of important to my family. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. Why? Um, So my um, uncle and like his family, every um, Halloween, they all sit outside and they watch the lighthouse. (gasps) Wow. It's like a tradition. That's awesome. And actually, as we're recording it right now, my my parents are watching it for the first time because I really. Yeah. (laughs) They're really excited. about For the first time. I had seen this movie before. Right. Me too. I saw it when it first came out. Yeah. We were. It has Robert Pattinson and it has Willem Dafoe. We did not skip this movie yeah and there's enough interesting parts that they made a really interesting trailer and i was like sign me the fuck up yeah yeah that's right like this is a movie that the trailer is not all of the best parts because there's a ton of best parts yeah i started doing like a my best moments kind of count and i was like no i have like eight at this point i'm just writing the (laughs) plot of the movie down because there's so much that happens in this movie and um, yeah, we're going to yeah. talk about it. And like I said, it's twisty. So spoiler warning, uh, you guys definitely want to go watch this movie first. Absolutely. Also, it's one of those movies where, yeah, cool shit happens. But the artsy vibe, the black and white, the old Englishy way of talking, the farts, the you know, farts. You have to go watch it. We'll do our best <laughs> is what we're saying. But like... <laughs> Literally before anyone says anything, I noticed two farts are heard before any before dialogue. A word is spoken in this movie. A single word. Defoe is letting loose. Twice. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it was in what crazy timing? Because, like, guys, if you haven't seen this movie, it's just two actors, essentially. There's, a, like, a mermaid here or there. But it's essentially just Robert Pattinson and Willem Defoe acting for their lives, Rent yeah. is due. They are so fantastic. It is like a sight to behold. But as yeah. you're like, wow, this is the movie I'm going to be watching. We're just seeing these characters on the shore. Farts. Immediately farting. <laughs> Immediately you're like, A24. Yeah, why? got me good. This got is not going to be some like pristine little Downton Abbey situation. This is going to yeah. be rough. <laughs> We're going to see human feces in chamber pots sprayed on being people's thrown faces. into the wind <laughs> being sprayed back on people bodies in lobster pots people vomiting yes we're going to be drinking turpentine yes with honey with honey if you're lucky if you're lucky if you're lucky <laughs> we're going to be it's we're going to be chaotic. having a, a chaotic day because today yes. it's time to load up all our stuff and head to the lighthouse for There's four so weeks there's so at least four weeks. Who knows how much longer? In theory, four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Well, I wanted to say this episode was recommended by Apricot Turtle Eleven on the Discord. Woohoo! Um, who? Good choice. I mean, I, I follow the Discord a lot, and um, we did this. This poll was like recent movies poll or whatever. Yeah, and, 2019 is recent. Yeah, I tried to pick movies that weren't on the other recent movie polls, ones that were like a little bit more, you know, random, I guess. And everyone picked this one, which is great. Which we like. Because I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah. So you had seen this whenever it first came out, of course, right? Right. I think I saw it in theaters. I'm surprised that we haven't talked about this movie. (laughs) I think it's because as it's happening to you, you're like, I don't know how to feel. And then you try to process it. And you're just like... And then you keep processing it for the rest of it's your life. It's too much. Yeah. I'm you still never processing fully process it. it. So you can <laughs> never talk about it, really. And the first time I I kind of just let it happen to me because like I'm ready to suspend my disbelief. And this is a really good movie for that because you just like put one toe in and they just suck you down for like two hours. You're like, all of this is going on. And they just spit you out at the end. It's a fucking long movie. It's a long yeah. movie. And you're and a lot has happened to you. And I I kind of just like let it happen to me and thought about it and kind of made my own theories about things. But this time I did some research because I knew Ariana <laughs> was going to be watching this movie. Ariana's bringing the analysis. Oh, yeah. Hard. Oh, yeah. I got I got some basics. I got like stuff that like I, a plebeian, could pick up on. Like Poseidon parallels and shit like that. Rhyme yeah. of the Ancient Mariner. That one's not that subtle. So the the, the basic like high school English ones, but you're going to get the rest of them, I assume. <laughs> We're going to go hard. Hard. <laughs> We're going hard. This movie is twisty, turny, and who knows what it means. I will say I feel like I was watching two different movies because there's yeah, definitely part at the beginning where you're like, The dialogue is weird. The way they behave is weird. It's very interesting. And that's like what sucks you in. But then towards the end, like supernatural shit starts happening or they start descending into madness. Like who fucking knows? And you're just like, what am I watching? Like, and then you're sucked in for that reason. So it's got a lot to offer. It's And also it's like we have these very stark differences of like what's going on in the day when it's time to be working. And what's yeah. going on at night when it's time to be slurping the provisions, a.k.a. <laughs> like moonshine and that they dug out yeah. of like a hole in the ground. Yeah, man. Work yeah, during this the is day. a good movie to get drunk to for sure. Get drunk. At, are you sure about that? For sure. If you guys um, want to watch people get your handle of rum. into a fl- on a flooded floor and uh, empty oh God, chamber yeah. pots uh, the wrong way in the wind while you're drinking, <laughs> have at it. Uh, yeah. Well, I have a movie teaser for you. Hit me. Two dudes with bad jobs farting around <laughs> and trying not to get caught jerking it by their roommate. Yeah, kind of. Honestly, <laughs> add some allegory in there. Add some metaphors. <laughs> some hallucinations. How much masturbation? So much masturbation in this fucking movie. Yeah, but I think that that's a main theme, right? Like, yeah, like masculinity and like yeah dominance and submission and like guilt penises and shame. everywhere oh the phallic imagery is insane so obviously the lighthouse but did you know that um the director wanted to have like a like a smash cut at the a very beginning full erection yes yeah. of like lighthouse smash cut full erect penis and the producers <laughs> essentially were like 
Bob, please don't. <laughs> they were like, do you want this to be NC-17? And mm. he was like, do you mm. want people to see your movie? Yeah. And he's like, that's like, fine. Eh. But what's the funniest is I found when people like, because people found out about this and they have asked Robert Patterson about it because it's his... Um, Pattinson. What, okay. It sounds like Get it's it a right. goofy English name, honestly. <laughs> Patterly, Smatterly. <laughs> Timothy Shalimothy and Robert Pat- Paddington Bear. <laughs> Robert Paddington Bear. <laughs> but they asked Paddington Bear about it. And he was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because they used a body double for that scene, of course. And it never yeah. made it to the movie. So he's like, they did what? <laughs> He's like, um, excuse me? Excuse me, it could have been weirder. <laughs> Full Monty. But listen. Right, right at the beginning. I would have, I would have, that might have um, sent me in a different way. So I, I appreciate that they didn't. Because there's a lot of I beauty to this movie. agree. And that's not part of it. <laughs> that being said, I think that if they had done that, more people would have seen it. Because everyone would have been talking about it. Yeah, you're right. Because not that many people saw that movie, I guess. Yeah, it wasn't like as big as like The Witch, you know. Right. Because you bring up The Witch because that's the same like directorial and writing team, right? And it's very, yeah, super similar. Well, um, so yeah, Robert Eggers, he did The Witch. This came after The Witch. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which do you, well, you know, we'll get there at the scoreboard and we'll see. Are you saying which do you like better? Yeah, I was going to jump right there. Obviously, I like The Witch better. Obviously. Yeah. You know, I'm a fucking stand for The Witch. Obviously, I like this better. Really? Oh yeah, I guess. You yeah, really of course. don't like the witch, but Well, whatever. you you were you were here for some puritan energy, some like sad witchy puritan darkness. And I want The devil is also in it, which is like Oh no, it's in a great way. It's great. Yeah. But yeah. I want screaming matches. Penises. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what's up in that lighthouse, damn it. <laughs> I'm your hook line That's and surprising. sinker. Kate, that's weird because you're usually like not here for as much of like the metaphorical bullshit as I am. I'm not. No, if I feel like it's taking over the story, like if I feel like it's not adding to the story and it's just you're repeating a story, then I get bored. Um, Not that it's distracting. Yeah, it distracts me. It really does. But this was like not just one story. It was a good blending of a lot of stories and tales and mm-hmm. it's its own weird adventure. <laughs> like It's it also is. entirely it's unique. Weird. Yeah. Very weird. The whole time you're like, I'm in a fever dream. Yes. There's too many metaphors to follow. I don't understand anything. But at the same time, I understand everything. Yeah. Yeah. Kind. Like, it's like, and he, this is one thing that I like about movies that are set at sea or that are about sailors or things like that is they, are t- they tend to be inherently very imaginative and like very creative. Yeah. Because that's what happen like that's how we get all these stories is you have these people with nothing out at sea going crazy eat like sucking on a piece of jerky all for like a month or whatever never seeing another soul they forget how to interact with people and then they see like a rock and they're like that is a mermaid (laughs) (laughs) that's a hot mermaid that's my wife right over there that's my wife that's my wife rock (laughs) that's my wife rock (laughs) So it's like, and then like a storm happens and they're like, yep, I saw Cthulhu right over there. And then, you know what I mean? Like, and what are you going to do but believe it? Yeah, you're right. You're right. I think explain. I think the psychosis is real. The psychosis is real. And also sailors are just inherently superstitious because they live in such a hard environment. They're like, you know, 
pink sky in the morning, Taylor, take warning yeah. and all that. Like, they're just like worried they're going to die every second. Oh, uh, and you know, like they're all seagulls are f- filled with the spirits of dead sailors, you know. Yeah, I like that one. Fun things like that to keep the day fun. I do. Yeah, I like that superstition. I'm going to run with that. You're going to run with that one? <laughs> I like that one. That's really scary. <laughs> Seagulls are scary enough. <laughs> Why? Because they steal your sandwich on the beach. And they scream. <laughs> They're rude. Uh, rude little sailor ghosts. Get away from yeah, me. Yeah, these are pretty big, too. The ones in this movie are pretty fucking big. Oh, my God. Yeah, because, you know, there's all these, like, parallels to Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, which we'll get to. it. But so to the point, I was like, is that a fucking albatross? <laughs> nope. Yeah. Just a big ass seagull. Giant. Yeah. The types of seagulls they chose are definitely not the kind we have on the east coast in america no we can we can fight ours a little easier yeah they're they're monsters the ones in this movie but apparently they just shot them all on green screen and robert pattinson and willem dafoe never interacted with one single seagull for this entire movie that makes me so sad like sadder than it should but it's probably for the best considering the interactions that they have (laughs) yeah (laughs) but also yeah i mean i think the whole thing is like They didn't want the seagulls to get stressed, you know. Yeah, and they're trying to do what's best for the animals. I guess, but I prefer the 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 story where it's like Willem Dafoe adopted his seagull, and (laughs) that would be totally something he would do. I'm going to tell people that's what happened. (laughs) Let's let's tell you heard it here first, club members. Willem Dafoe adopted the seagull from the lighthouse. (laughs) He definitely they're best friends. What a weirdo! Oh my god, Willem Dafoe was. Perfect accent for this. Perfect appearance. He just has like an old seaman, sailor, face, beard, voice. The voice, I couldn't, like, I just wanted to just sit and listen to him talk. He's chewing on them words. He's saying ridiculous shit. But you know what he's saying. No, yeah. At the beginning of the movie, you're like, this guy's a fucking lunatic. And then at the end of the movie, (laughs) you're like, this guy's actually like, Makes a lot of sense. He's like really wise. This guy actually might know what he's talking about. <laughs> he's yeah. He's really smart. This guy's seen like, maybe some we should shit. listen to this guy. Yeah. <laughs> maybe hmm, maybe the wizened old man is correct. A dick. He's wise. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you mentioned his appearance. Did you know that his appearance is from like a like an actual carving called the sea monster? I believe it because he looks familiar to he, me. He looks like an like a carving. He looks like a carving of he does a scary old lighthouse keeper. <laughs> yeah, or like an old sailor. Like what you'd picture, like in your head, is like a cartoon sailor. That's like him, IRL. I like when Robert um, Pattinson's character even like makes a a point. He's like, "You sound like a parody." <laughs> Why are you talking like that? Yeah, he does. You're right. That's a little bit uh, meta, right? It's because he lives on a rock, bro. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think Robert Pattinson looked the part 100%. Do I think his (gasps) accent was good? I'm not sure about it. I just, I was taken out by his accent because I knew, I know he's British trying Mm -hmm. to do this weird accent you know, New England, 1890s accent. And I was like, this poor guy. And also it it's came like, out a little British. It came out British. It came out with the wrong cadence. And he's, you know, up against fucking Willem Dafoe. So, you know, I um poor guy. And, you know, I'm Robert Pattinson stand for sure. You know I know. That. I wasn't expecting that. Well, what, you, what do you think? Yeah. Of, I, I can, you know, accents, you know, valid. 
totally valid. Um, yeah. How do you feel about his performance up up next to someone like Willem Dafoe? Yeah, I thought he was good. Yeah, I liked his performance. I thought he acted well, um, especially the scenes where he's drunk. I was Whoa. like, this is actually a really convincing, <laughs> convincing. drunk guy. Yeah. Because usually you're like, okay, this is stupid, but... It's usually too he, much and, like, too flattering. Yeah. And nothing mm-hmm. about their drunkness is flattering. And they're drunk a lot, you guys. They're drunk, like, the entire second half of the movie. But I do think that's probably part of the direction. Because I could totally see this is, like, very Robert Eggers, like, very realistic. Nothing is sh- bright and shiny. It's like when you're drunk, you're gross and drunk and you're singing yeah. a song from like your old job and you're like dancing and you look terrible. Yes. It's yeah. It's, it's crazy how real. it goes from that kind of sort of realism to very not realism. <laughs> very. Yeah. Fantasy. Yeah. It's jarring and mm-hmm. confusing. And it's also like all of that, like you'll see this like it's at the beginning. It's kind of just like a very mundane sort of story, like an interesting story, I guess. But it's a very straightforward story of this guy's coming to do work on this lighthouse on this rock in the middle of nowhere for four weeks, whatever pays well, whatever. Yeah. But it like (laughs) escalates like so fast. (laughs) Yeah. So fast that you like don't know which way is up. Like I got, like I got to a point from, Hey, we we just met these guys on the beach too. I'm not sure who's who and who has been. who. Yeah. Who's who, whether they both exist, whether they're the same person, (laughs) <laughs> whether they're both allegorical people i have no idea i don't think you can know and i think about that i'm like how quickly is that would my mind <laughs> like do, do you yeah. think like how susceptible would my mind be in this situation of isolation of complete and total isolation except with this guy who's farting all day and drunk all night <laughs> yeah yeah okay i mean your natural state is crazy anyway yeah i know <laughs> Here's the thing. And mine is too. (laughs) I kind of think we'd be okay is what I was getting at. I think we'd be, because I think that we could keep ourselves entertained. With what? Shadow puppets. (laughs) Wait, is in this scenario, is it me and you together? It has to be. Because that would be fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. That would be fun. Fun. Okay, yeah. I don't think I'd go crazy if you were there. Fun. We could entertain each other. I'm I'm remembering the scene with like the bedpans and I'm like, "Mm." (laughs) I'm not saying let's go do it, but. Could I do it? Oh, my God. What a shithole. Yeah. Like, his bed is like a mat. It's disgusting. Uh, it's really gross. His only friend like is like a little figurine left behind of a mermaid. His made new of friend and wife. Soap. His wife. <laughs> this is soap wife. <laughs> <laughs> we love soap wife. We love soap Listen, wife. I would at least share soap wife with you. You know what I mean? Oh, that's awesome. I know. We could be a triad. I, uh, we would have to be. I'm not going to be rude to soap wife. It would become like people who fall in love with a blow up doll. <laughs> yeah. That's what, what we would yeah, That's kind of what, what happened to this guy. This poor guy. Kind of. <laughs> kind of a little bit. Same, same, but different. <laughs> who knows? Who knows what really happened? I think that's part of the charm of this movie is like you could take one of like 10 different interpretations oh yeah and totally run with it and totally convince everyone that you're right but so could everyone else you know you do know that um eggers was really trying to like provoke the feeling of like something out of like a sigmund freud book like he was trying trying to make it like fucky like fucky as in like like masculine and masculinity fucky because i know like freud was like all about that shit like Oedipal complex fucky. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> I have a direct <laughs> yeah. quote that I love from Eggers. Um, I'm not sure which one it is because the brothers wrote it, but I'm going to assume it's Robert who also directed it. He said this film subtext was influenced by Sigmund Freud, and he hoped that, quote, it's a movie where both Jung and Freud would be furiously eating their popcorn. Oh, my God. And I'm like, kind <laughs> of. There's there's moments I'm like, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. It's intense. It's intense. Yeah. It's a good one. It's a good one. I call this one a uh, fart horror. Fart horror? For sh- give me another mm-hmm. fart horror. Got to give me another one. Um, I'll take it anyway. No, I feel like there's one. I feel like someone's got a fart sometime. Guys, dig in deep, club members. <laughs> Think of a good fart horror. There's got to be a horror movie where someone lets one rip. I can't think of one. I can't think of one on the spot. See, that's so A24. They're like, let's shock them with farts. I wasn't expecting and the fart, okay? I I, was, I wasn't either. I was there sitting there looking at fucking two hot, hot, hot hotties. Yeah. Coming up to this little lighthouse. I'm like, if they don't kiss, I'm going to kill myself. Well, I'm glad they almost did. They almost, they didn't give me what I wanted, though. But I was like, no, but they gear for they it. Were, they were flirting with that line, though. Oh, uh, yeah, they were. <laughs> A little more than flirting. I was holding my breath. I was kicking my feet. And I was going to say, Kate's here for the kiss. homoeroticism <laughs> of it all. Now kiss. As soon as they showed up, I'm like, Haba haba, mama in trouble. <laughs> mama in trouble. <laughs> All of, and that was cooled off immediately by Willem Dafoe fucking tooting away. Well, that's, you know, isn't that what it is to be a man? I know. I'm like, oh, I forgot that you're a man for a second. <laughs> this movie is about masculinity and they do fart probably at least 10 times. It's weaponized. It is. It is. Well, men weaponize their farts. We both know that. We're both in relationships <laughs> with men. Yeah, we are. <laughs> We really are. Uh, yeah. Um, I would also call this Descent into Madness Horror, which is probably yeah. more realistic. For sure. I yeah. called it Murr Horror or Murror. Murror? Mermaid Murmur. 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 Hey, Cabin Murmur. in the Woods. Murror. Ooh, you're yeah. right. You're right. Yeah. Um, Lady in the Water. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Kind of. Forgot that movie kind existed. Of. It's a Shyamalan. I could no. go for some more Murror. Um, Shape of Water. Uh, He's sort yeah, of a sure. mermaid man. He is mermaid. kind of a pretty little mermaid, isn't he? <laughs> He's kind of a hot little mermaid. He's kind of hot. Know. Okay. I see it. I see it. I see it, Ariana. <laughs> Doug, that's Doug Jones. That's the guy who... From I'm doing the hand thing from Labyrinth. Oh, yes, yes, from Pan's Labyrinth. Another one we need to cover because yes, we do. Kate's never seen it, right? I've never seen it. Kate's never seen Pan's Labyrinth. Guys, message her on Instagram. Yeah, bully me. Tell her to watch it. That'll work. Bully her to watch Vote it. Vote for it on the poll. Yeah. We're not here to talk about Pan's Labyrinth or, or your crush Ugh. on Doug Jones. <laughs> Stop bringing up <laughs> Doug Jones. Because this story, Ariana, there is a lot of meat on this bone. Yum. There's a lot. We're getting it's gonna be fed. a long ass fucking episode. We're gonna get fed. We're gonna eat. We're gonna eat until we are ill. So I hope you guys uh, tuck in that napkin, and I hope you're oh ready God. for some lobster. That's one of some my favorite lobster. scenes when he's like, <laughs> "I knew it. I you knew like, it. You like my lobster? I've seen it. You like it? I know you like it. It's just so real. You know, it's like you're in this environment with one other person. You 
become super intimate with this person and you really care what they think, you know, and you want them to like their cooking. Even though you're actively trying not to because you're a man in like the 19, 1840s or whatever, you're Captain Ahab in this pretty little face. What do you call him? I have it right here. Pretty as a picture. I wrote that down so fast. My hand went to my pen so fast. As soon as Willem Dafoe's character. Willem, he called he called Robert Pattinson pretty as a picture. Yes. Before they had their little moment. He also told him that he has eyes as bright as a woman. That one got to me too. I was like, you bet your ass he does. Yeah, you do. (laughs) And this is the thing. I'm like, does it even is it even gay if it's Robert Pattinson? See, that's the thing. No. It's like if Brad Pitt came up to me, would I resist? How hard? <laughs> I love it's always this situation like we're the hot commodity. <laughs> when an actor it's like, if I go up to Brad Pitt, how hard would he probably resist? <laughs> so in this scenario, you're resisting Brad Pitt and he still needs to get to you? <laughs> he still needs to get to you. Ariana is office, quoting guys. The Office, but that is an actual conversation I have with my very straight husband every time I try to get him to admit that someone's hot. Has he ever admitted it? No, but he has placated me and thrown me Mark Ruffalo as a boy crush, but I don't think he really means it. That would be hot. I would pay to see I know. That. I think that's why he told me that, but yeah, it's like, it's sweet, but damn it. He, that boy really is gay. <laughs> I mean, straight. straight, straight. <laughs> that boy's real gay. That is my gay husband. I love him. Well, guys, we have teased you enough with the the gayness of this movie, the Greek mythology of it all, the seagulls of it all, the toxic masculinity of it all. But (laughs) we you really don't know until you've been there. So I think we should go there. You don't know till you know. Let me just say before we talk about this, how fun of a movie would this have been for these two guys to make together? Oh, my God. The most fun. Like how exhausting. How exhausting, but also I feel like every single scene, except for the ones where obviously Robert Pattinson's working his ass off, but like all the scenes where he's there with like Willem Dafoe, it's such like a crazy interaction and just like so funny. And then it obviously descends into fucking artsy chaos at the end. And that's fun in its own right. But like, I just I don't know how it could not be fun. These two got real lucky because this is a fun movie to act in, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure the casting was like, a huge search because if like this movie with the wrong person with one wrong person if, if the chemistry's off yeah the movie's done i'm sure this was obviously offer only to will willem dafoe 100 like they're only like a24 to- they're like we need willem dafoe for this and i think probably robert pattinson too i'm probably they were probably like we need someone who's like traditionally hot and like younger and kind of like more real we need someone who can pull off this like like broomy mustache thing <laughs> but like someone's so hot that the broom mustache looks hot it did too and i wasn't it, yeah i didn't expect it. that from me the the dirty suspenders and the i wasn't mad at it the little handlebar mustache who would have thought <laughs> who would have thought they really tried to make him look like a normal guy it didn't work they He's tried still hot. so hard yeah i think he had like slightly discolored tooth yeah still hot still hot yeah. <laughs> Wood still bang in, wow. the, in the shed. Wood bang. Our soap wife can come. Sit on my face. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Both of them, <laughs> either of them together or separate. Anyway, now we're moving right along. 
Amazing. Just had to get Kate, that you out You want to know what happens in this movie? I do. <laughs> Great. Let me tell you a story, Kate. A, a wild little tale, as Robert Eggers has called Let it. Let me tell you a fucking crazy story. Let me tell <laughs> you some insane. sailor shit. And it, this this feels like a sailor story where you're like, that didn't happen. You just crazy. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I feel like three-fourths of this movie is exactly what I expected and exactly what I expected, like, an A24 movie about two guys in a lighthouse to be. And then the last, like, quarter of the movie is just, like, nothing anyone would have expected at all. Uh, yeah, I agree. But but not out of nowhere. Right, exactly. But you're also like, oh, my God. Like, appropriately escalated. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. no amount of paying it. You can pay attention all you want, but yeah, good luck figuring it out. I wish they had escalated sooner, I will say that. <gasps> no, I disagree. Yeah. No, I wanted them to escal escalate sooner. I wanted there to be crazier shit and I wanted it to escalate sooner. You wanted crazier shit? Yes. There's something's wrong with you. I wanted more of, I'll tell you when we get there. I wanted more of it. Okay, let's start. Let's tell people what's up. Okay. Let's tell them. So the time is the 1890s and the place is off the coast of New England. But actually this was filmed in Nova Scotia. Of course, it's always Canada. Yeah, always. So a young man named Ephraim Winslow signs on to help upkeep a lighthouse with an older former sailor named Thomas Wake for four weeks. And that's all we got. No. And and, <laughs> and, and everything goes according to plan. <laughs> yeah. And everything goes well. And he goes home. And but he doesn't even no. know Thomas Wake's name for the first two weeks. They don't know each other's names. Don't know each other's names. It's just like classic man shit, though. It you know? is. It's like no pleasantries. We don't give a fuck. I'm going to call you lad for two weeks. Yeah, I'll call you lad. Dog if I'm angry. Dog. And you don't yeah. call me anything. <laughs> yeah, you say yes, sir. Oh, my God. Dominance. Dominance. <laughs> Dominance. But you're like, why is he taking it? You know, like, I. why would you take this shitty job? Immediately, immediately the hairs on the back of your neck are like, mm -mm. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. I didn't question it. I didn't question it. Oh, I did. I was like, why are you putting up with this so easily? Like, what is what what brought you to this rock? With this this guy? is why <laughs> this is why I've had the same job for four years, because I'm like, eh. <laughs> Kate's like, he deserves better. <laughs> I was like, this is why you keep getting fired. But I can't say that. <laughs> so, I'm just going to say this is why I don't keep getting fired. <laughs> I mean, we all know Katie likes to be treated well, and that's her toxic trait. I don't know. I'm like, this guy must have some shit. <laughs> he must be hiding some deep shit. I was just like, I think I was disoriented by like the 1890s. I was like, maybe this is normal, like apprenticeships, <laughs> you, like you're treated like ass. Yeah, if it's if it's dialogue past the 70s, 1970s, Ariana's like, I guess that's just how they talked. Bro, yeah, for real. I was like, staring at my subtitles like what the fuck am I hearing because the first time I watched this I I think I was in the theater so I didn't have subtitles and I was just so confused the whole time like how you feel when you watch the witch you're like I don't know what anyone is saying right now like, oh yeah it took me a couple of rounds of the witch to be like hmm yeah this one though I was immediately down for it yeah I know you like that sea shanty stuff I know who knew that about me I really do. Yeah. Oh, Canarium is also another really good video game, you guys. If you like sea shanty, Lovecrafty, and shit <laughs> like me, it's a video game thing, I guess. It sure I is. <laughs> um, 
So the only other thing you need to know is that Winslow finds a soap wife in his bed and it's <laughs> a mermaid that's carved from soap and he finds it and he's like, OK. And sweet. that's his only source of hope and companionship, really, for the only source of, of the boobs. Movie. Yeah, boobs. And it doesn't even have boobs. boobs, not even like good soap boobs. It has boobs. Not, not, I mean, it's, they could have done better. Not great ones, but it's like yeah. something someone, like an amateur whittled from a bar soap, like. Yeah. Word. Yeah. So anyway, um, Wake immediately turns out to be very demanding. He has Winslow doing hard labor, maintaining the machinery in the lighthouse, carrying heavy kerosene tanks and painting the lighthouse for some reason. Who cares? Yeah. And. <laughs> He's just being a dick. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um. Again, dominance. Yeah. So <laughs> Wake doesn't allow Winslow into the lantern room. And Winslow notices that Wake stands before the lamp in the lighthouse naked every night, probably because he has seasonal <laughs> affective disorder. <laughs> that was the first thing I thought of. I did too. I was like, listen, get every inch. <laughs> do whatever you need to do to feel happy at night. Do what you got to do. Go fuck that lamp. <laughs> That's definitely over 10,000 watts, right? I don't know. I don't... 100%. I don't know. Watts? What am I? Uh, Thomas Watts? <laughs> 10,000 watts is nothing. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> compared to a lighthouse How lamp. many watts in a lighthouse? <laughs> yeah, these are things we need to know. I No, I actually need to know. Hold on. Well, it depends on the bulb. This was not as fun of an adventure as I thought it would be. This was not a bulb, 1,000 was... watt bulbs. Yeah, this isn't a bulb. This is just... This isn't a bulb. This is like a flame because they are feeding it coal. But it has like this system of lenses that obviously amplify the light, which it's is really pretty cool. pretty. Mm -hmm. So over the first week, Winslow starts to hallucinate sea monsters <laughs> and... <laughs> Sorry, just the, the transition. Casual. <laughs> so we meet, our, we meet our seamen and uh, a week <laughs> later we are hallucinating a week later um he's hallucinating slash dreaming maybe sea monsters and logs floating in the sea yeah and Some he Cthulhu masturbates shit. with the mermaid figurine a and lot a lot and what else is he gonna do yeah for real Lug kerosene up and down the lighthouse again. Well, Willem Dafoe loving the lamp. Yeah, he loves lamp. Lamp is wife. And he won't share it. <laughs> lamp is wife. Soap is wife. <laughs> Are you all cut up, everybody? That's <laughs> all you need to know. <laughs> um, so he's, and by he, I mean Winslow, is bothered by this seagull with one eye. But Wake warns him not to fuck with seagulls because mm -hmm. there's this belief that seagulls are reincarnated sailors. Hmm. I like that. Yeah, I like it too. So one night at dinner, we find out that Wake's previous assistant died after going crazy from boredom and loneliness on the island. And Winslow reveals that he used to work as a timberman in Canada and is now seeking a new trade because no trades seem to stick with him. That's what he says. Mm. I like that he's immediately called out like, Defoe's just like, yeah. hmm, so we're going to go with the boring answer. Got it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like every time Defoe talks, you're like, wow, you're a fucking lunatic. Or you're like, wow, that's so insightful. I know. It's we. It's. Mm. Yeah. I want to trust He's you, crazy. dude, because there's no one no. else here to trust but Soap Wife. But 
you're doing some weird shit up there so at the lamp. Got your back. <laughs> you love the lamp a little too much. He loves lamp. <laughs> so the day before Winslow's post is up, so it's been four weeks, he finds a dead seagull in the drinking water cistern. Gross. And then it's, yeah. And then he's confronted by the one-eyed seagull again. And out of frustration, he grabs ah. it by the neck and smashes you it idiot. on the cistern until you it's idiot. dead. He you kills it. Don't do it. You're so close. Yeah, I guess you're right. Don't touch it. The literal day before, I guess he feels oh, invincible. He's like, well, fuck it. I'm leaving. Anyway. He's, yeah, he's just lost it. He's just at his wits. He thinks he's at his wits end at this point. At the, and it's like right. his last day. But God. And and I, I think it's like directly being spiteful to like his supervisor, right? To Willem Dafoe and his stupid superstitions and bossing him around. And so yeah. it's like, it's a very spiteful move. But j- come it on. Is. Come yeah. on. Especially a one-eyed seagull. That's like don't, spooky that's shit. That's spooky, dude. Yeah. Don't fuck with one-eyed seagulls. Don't do it. And he doesn't just like <laughs> wring its neck. He like... No, yeah. He smashes it. He tenderizes it. Yeah. It's really sad and gross. Um, yeah. Anyway, back to uh, Winslow's smashing bird. Um, so immediately <laughs> after he kills the bird, the weather vane and wind changes direction. Uh-oh. And the next day when they're meant to leave the island, a bad storm hits and no one's able to come get them. I like this part because it's kind of starts to show because kind of up until this point, you're more on, I would say, Robert Pattinson's side because he's just being treated so shitty mm-hmm. um, until he until he does the thing with the seagull. But th- then what happens is like like you said, the wind changes and it's getting a lot stronger. and his senior, uh, Willem Dafoe, whatever his name is, Tom, old Tom is like, yo, this is a problem. The wind has changed. Yeah. And Ephraim is like, good. Sounds fine. And he's like, no, you stupid idiot. He's like, no, you stupid <laughs> No, bitch. you ignorant Storm's slut. coming. Uh, and it's like, at this point, he's not even being like mean. He's not even yelling. He's just like, we're sunny Jim. You yeah. think this is bad wind? This is like, this is the chillest wind that we're going to have this year. Yeah. Buckle the fuck up. Yeah. This is your fault. <laughs> this is your fault because you smash bird. Ugh. Mm-mm. Yeah. So basically, they're stuck on the island because the little boat that's supposed to come get them off the island never came. And so they decide to get obliterated. Um, what else and, are they going to do? Their provisions. Yeah. They go find more, quote, provisions. Because they the storm find- has literally ruined all of their food also. Random booze. Yeah. Well, the storm hasn't ruin their food yet but yes random booze they find buried under the lighthouse is what they're drinking we love it and so the next day they wake up hungover and this is the part where winslow goes and tries to empty some chamber pots with full turds in them and ends up throwing them (laughs) directly into the wind and the wind fucks with him and sprays it back on him which is hilarious i put that in my best moments while i was still keeping track (laughs) yeah that's a that's one that you remember because it's definitely like that's a learning moment. Comedy. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> okay. Because it's like, there's a lot leading up to it, right? It's like, he wakes up, he's hungover. It's like, okay. And then he sees the full chamber pots and you think he's going to be like a nice guy. So he goes and he's like walking along this cliff for like too long. And the suspense is building. Like, like he's he's really being careful, like stepping, <laughs> not tripping. Careful. And then he throws it he and it just big immediately Lebowski's goes, it right into his face. Goes, right into his face and then he just like 
lets out this blood curdling frustrated <laughs> scream and then it like cuts away it's so funny it cuts to him coming back in and defoe's like you smell like shit yeah yeah it's like oh, amazing great. thank you <laughs> well and is it a point that they're out of alcohol when do they run out out of alcohol no this is way down the line so we're still we're still in the thick of it so they still have lots of access to alcohol oh thank goodness so there's still booze yeah okay good so he's Outside, he, and by he, I mean Winslow, discovers a beached mermaid. And this is like one of his like visions or dreams or hallucinations or whatever the fuck. He finds a beached mermaid, which, did you know this was supposed to be Anya Taylor-Joy? That would have been weird. I agree. I agree. It would have been weird. Apparently, she asked him, because it was after the witch, obviously. She asked him and was like, can I be the mermaid? And he was like, I don't think you'd be right for this mermaid. And then she asked if, she could be a seagull. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> She's joking. She's like, well, can I be a seagull then? Oh, but that's, that's really I think cute. she has a good face for it because the mermaid who, you know, the girl who plays this mermaid, she also has like very Anya Taylor-Joy-esque features. We can call them fish features. It's not bad. <laughs> it's not she bad has, if they're hot. She has doe eyes that are like really far apart. And like mm-hmm. a mouth that's like really big. Little kissy and lips. Yeah, exactly. So she kind of looks like her. She really does. It would have freaked yeah. me out if it was Anya Taylor-Joy. I would have been like, yeah, it would have taken me out of it. Taken me out of the movie because I would have mm-hmm. been like, oh, there's another actress I recognize. No, you know? and it's not about the mermaid at all. Right, exactly. Plus, I do think that she would have played it differently. Like, I don't know if she would have been like evil enough scary enough looking yeah uh-huh she's just so innocent looking yeah even when she was in the witch like even the parts where she's supposed to be like chaotic and scary i was still like eh. she was okay. like oh you're a little girl yeah exactly yeah yeah not For a real. bad thing not a good thing just not gonna scare me that much if you yeah. growl at me yeah so this beach mermaid he's like caressing her face and like her tit and then she like wakes up And like laugh, howl, screams at him like a banshee, like how they do on Harry Potter. Like, oh my god, yeah. Like I thought of um, the bathtub scene from The Shining. Oh, I forgot about that. It's a good one. It's it's giving bathtub scene a little bit, like the hot lady making out with a nice hot lady that might not be as it seems. Yeah, might just be a soggy body. (laughs) Be a that laughs at you. Oh God, yeah. Um, so he's freaked the fuck out. He runs back to the cottage. And then at that point, Wake informs him that the storm ruined their food. And Sucks. Winslow's not super concerned because the boat that was meant to take them back is only a day late. But then Wake informs him that they've been stranded for weeks. And oh my that God. he must be losing his mind. Done, done. <laughs> you're like, wait, OK, unreliable bullshit narrator. I can't fucking trust anything you're saying now. And it's right after this, like mermaid banshee scene so you're like yes okay yeah you are fucking losing it uh, yeah i was like okay i think that he's right and i can't believe i'm saying this <laughs> because he's been yeah. psycho the whole time but you right. just like groped some kelp outside so <laughs> <laughs> yeah you start to trust uh wake a little bit more now yeah i'm gonna lean on old tom sorry for sure yeah so This is the part where we get to the peak of like the character development, the fun that happens in their relationship. So the storm's like raging on outside and 
Winslow and Wake are having these like hilarious drunken moments that range from like homoerotic intimacy <laughs> and almost fucking to like actual beating the shit out of each other and almost like murdering each other. Just guy things. Just guy things. Just, you know, hurting each other's feelings when they're drunk. <laughs> just boy dinner. <laughs> just boy dinner. That was my favorite when he was just drunk as hell. And he's like, I don't even like your cooking. I want a steak. I'm tired of yeah. this shit. He's like, no, yeah. he's like, you like my lobster. You like my lobster. Say yeah. it. And then he like make, gives like this huge speech, this huge yeah. angry monologue. Yeah. I think I'm going to use it at the beginning of this. So you guys have heard it, a little bit of it. Oh, my God. It's so good. And Rob's just like, OK, fine. Have it your way. It's good. It's good lobster. <laughs> yeah, it's so great because it's like it goes from being something so real and Willem Dafoe's character being so vulnerable and innocent and being like, you like my cooking to him standing up and being like, Hark! by the and hammer like, of Thor. L- yeah, just like spewing this like sailor curse at <laughs> yeah, Robert Pattinson. He's him. like, what the? Yeah, it's, it's really fun. Um, it's a good yeah. time. It's a good time. It we like the time. Poseidon's fury that comes out if you diss his oh cooking. Oh, my God. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So one night, like Winslow's still like, you know, really wanting to go into the lantern room. He's like becoming obsessive about the lamp. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because why is this guy protecting that fucking lamp so much? Why yeah. can't I go yeah. up? Why are you up there naked? Why are you up there naked? What's up, dude? Is there a lady up there? There's a sexy lamp up there there that you don't want to share? Sexy lamp that you love? (laughs) So Winslow tries to steal the keys to the lighthouse lamp room from Wake, but is unsuccessful. And at this point, Winslow like considers murdering him for the keys, but then like doesn't do it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He gets farted on as he tries to attempt it. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe I should calm down. Weaponized farting. So later that day, when working outside, Winslow stumbles upon the head of a one-eyed man in a <gasps> lobster trap. And he assumes that this is Wake's previous assistant that supposedly went mad. And that's how he died. Done, done. But his head is decapitated. So I don't know. Something's sus. And so that night, in one of their drunken stupors, Winslow... <laughs> Winslow confesses to Wake that his real name is actually Thomas Howard and that he assumed the identity of Ephraim Winslow, his cruel former boss, when he was a timberman in Canada. And he had deliberately allowed his former boss to drown in a logging accident. Mm -hmm. That's when I was like, that's why you're taking this shit. Right, right. Yeah. Because you're on the run. And of course, Willem Dafoe, old tom the whole time is like because he's like can i tell you something he's like don't be spilling your beans to me yeah. <laughs> it's so real though it's like don't fucking tell me something that now yeah. i have to keep your secret yeah yeah <laughs> I, I love when people do that to me like can i yeah. can i tell you something really bad i'm like no you can't don't yeah keep that in <laughs> keep that shit to yourself put it back in your face <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so the next day winslow aka howard i'm gonna start calling him Howard now. Um, there are three AKA. different... Okay. <laughs> We've had five different names for every character. And honestly, that's what the movie feels like, you guys. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. 
So this is so, Robert Pattinson, who I've been calling okay. Winslow, but his real name is Howard. So I'm going to call him a Howard from now on. But they're both named Thomas, just in case That's it was their wasn't... last name, yes. Thomas Wake is Willem Dafoe and Thomas Howard is Robert Pattinson. So Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. So Howard gets paranoid and runs to the only lifeboat on the island and intends to take it to the mainland. But then Wake appears and destroys the boat and then chases so Howard scary. with an axe. So, so scary. Him yeah. like just laughing and like running through the storm. Laughing and like galloping because he has like a bum leg. Because <laughs> of his little bum leg. I was like, Jesus Christ, that would be yeah. scary. I wouldn't like yeah. that. I was like, this is a great scene. Like they definitely I, did I that for that the trailer because it's like disorienting because it's definitely not how things have been going so far <laughs> oh it's in the but, trailer yeah i remember that from the trailer and being like oh this is great They're like yeah okay i'm in all right yeah. sign me up yeah so they get back to the cottage and then wake is somehow claiming that howard is the one who actually chased him with the axe and howard is the one who destroyed the boat Oh, my God. And he's like, you're crazy. Like, he's telling Howard, like, I can't believe you're telling me that I did these things. Like, you just did those things. And you're like, who do I believe? I don't know. I'm like, everyone just go to one side of the flooding cabin. Let's draw a line down the middle of Real the cabin. Real slow, like. <laughs> yeah. We'll take turns with Soap Wife. We'll play nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they finally run out of alcohol and they start drinking turpentine mixed with honey. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that'll do it. Oh, my God. That'll oh. do it. So Just, gross. Like it looks it as they're drinking it. I'm like, <laughs> like, I, I know can't. it's one of those movies where you get nauseous. Like Vile. The whole movie. Vile. Yeah. But like, what are you going to do? So, yeah, exactly. We're we're finding heads. We're chopping up boats. <laughs> Why not go <laughs> blind trying. while we're at it? Yeah. Why not real. just shut our liver down? <laughs> yeah. Shut it down. Shut it down. This will be good for our hallucinations. Yeah. More turpentine. <laughs> for sure. So scary. Um, so that night, a giant wave from the storm crashes through a wall of their cottage. So oh this cottage is completely fucked. They have like nowhere to live, basically, at this point. It's like totally flooded. We're going Lord of the Flies. Yeah. And Howard finds Wake's logbook just like floating around the cabin because it's flooded. And mm -hmm. he reads logs of Wake criticizing him as a drunken and incompetent employee and recommending that he be fired without pay. I would be so mad. And Howard loses his shit. And he hallucinates that Wake is a mermaid. And as also... He's as he's like beating the shit out of him. He gets on top of him. He's like beating his face to a pulp. And he's like switching between like Wake is the mermaid. Wake is like the real Winslow who he let die. And now he's like this sea god with like tentacles. <laughs> and it's just like, okay. And he's just beating the, the turpentine shit out of is hitting. <laughs> yeah, for real. And then we see him stand up in like this dominant pose and freaking oh, yeah. Willem Dafoe's like, like on his beetle position, beetle position, sobbing. And, and Howard's like telling him to bark like a dog. Oh my God. And he's barking like a dog. He's doing it. He's doing it. And then he leads him around on a leash. Kate. Oh, my God. 
like full on all fours, like full BDSM. No, like good boy. <laughs> yeah. Yanking his leash. It's fucked up. Um, yeah. So that part I was like, OK, this is like definitely being very heavy handed with the dominance thing. I'm like, OK, I get it. But at the same time, I like this because it's fucking weird. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so fucking weird. And I and it makes it's sense so because weird. like this guy has been like oppressed and oppressed and oppressed and oppressed. And then to find out it was it's all for no fucking reason. Yeah. He was yeah. going to have done that and not get paid and be betrayed right. by this guy that he has been doing really trying to be loyal to trying pre- pretty insurmountable odds yeah. and he's still getting like a frowny face on his report card and he's like nope that's it but do you think that actually happened or who knows um yeah who knows i think it probably i think that he probably did have some bad things to say about his performance cuz he openly had bad things to say I mean, that's the thing, right? Because we don't know, like, the second half of this movie, he is fully drunk, like, a lot of the time. So it's like, maybe he did stop doing his job. Maybe he did start, you know, acting like he didn't want to He chopped up the boat, probably. Yeah, exactly. So who knows? He did steal a knife. I don't know. I kind of get it. I I can see Willem Dafoe's character being like, please take him far away from me. Get him out of here. Don't bring him back. Come help me. Yeah. Oh my God. So now this is the part where I was like, what a fun movie this would have been to fucking do. Like Willem Dafoe being led around on a leash, like Robert Pattinson being like, good boy, good boy. I'm like, good oh boy. God. So I'm like, I hope this doesn't awaken something in me. <laughs> Spoiler, yeah. it does not. It does not. It does not. Yeah. It's good stuff though. It so, is. Howard takes Wake to this hole at the base of the lighthouse and starts to bury him alive. Oh, my God. He's like, get in. And he gets in. He's like, all right. Yeah. And he like falls in. And before he passes out, he rambles. And by he, I mean Wake, rambles some incoherent poem about Prometheus and the punishment that awaits those who look into the lantern. He's so (laughs) full of these weird things things yeah i wrote it down kate of course you know i did i was hoping you know what i started to i actually did i started to (laughs) and i was like nah nah i'll probably get it wrong so i'll wait for i'll wait for my teacher the crazy yeah the crazy because i got that it sounded like some sort of like insane sailor's poem i know who prometheus is but i didn't quite It was ha- all happening so fast. Like, it's like as he's getting dirt shoveled into his mouth, he's still, mouth. he's yeah. still like saying this curse as he's dying. Oh my God. It's so good. It's so good. And Robert Pattinson's character is like done a full 180 and is like power hungry, like gonna get his Unleashed. way. Yeah. Unleashed. Yeah. Holding hell. his leash. So weird. All right. You Ooh. guys want to hear it? I'll read it to you yes. right now. Yes, okay. yes, 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 yes. But you have to say it like you're cursing me, though. Obviously, Kate. Okay. Okay. Oh, what protean forms swim up from men's minds and melt in hot Promethean plunder, scorching eyes with divine shames and horror, and casting them down to Davy Jones, the others still blind. Davy Jones! Yeah. Yet in its sea, all the divine graces 
and to fiddler's green scent, where no man is suffered to want or toil, but is ancient, muddable, and unchanging, as the she who girdles around the globe. You will be punished. I caught like a third of it, and it was great. <laughs> so I, I wrote what it means. You guys want to know what it means? Yeah, let's get the cliff notes After version. staring at it for 10 minutes, I figured yeah, out Yeah, okay, it good. I'm glad that I'm not a total idiot for not audibly processing what the fuck was just said. No, I thought it was cool. It sounded cool. And then once I wrote sick. it down, because I wanted to figure out what it meant. So I wrote blah, it down blah, and then blah, I stared Proteus. at it. I'm like, I think I know what that is. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Do you know what Proteus is? Yes, but I know I know a little bit of Greek mythology. Not as much as Yay. you. Not as Amazing. much as you, but I definitely know like Proteus and Prometheus and all that shit. Amazing. Love it. Okay, well, this is what it means. People want to see many things in the light. Yet the light will actually show them the truth and knowledge of divine judgment of their souls. Some will be sent to hell, but some will see divine grace and sent to heaven. But you will be punished. Holy shit. I really wish I had understood that in that moment. (laughs) How relevant to the plot that is. (laughs) Once I figured out Davy Jones means hell and Fiddler's Green means heaven, then I was like, okay, sure. I didn't know about Fiddler's Green. Yeah. Uh, can we do like a talk like the talk like a pirate day kind of thing? Oh my god, I'm not smart enough to do that. But you can smart it enough. It would be enjoyable. <laughs> Just like say Davy Jones a lot. Oh, okay, yeah. And Darshi blows. <laughs> Shiver me timbers. Oh boy. And you can't say you, you can only say ye. Ye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll practice, yeet. okay? Ye okay. yeet. Skirt skirt. <laughs> um Do we get to talk about so, produce now or later? Let's talk about it later. Okay, good. Let's finish up because we're almost to the end. So, Howard, don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, he's he seems relieved. He's raging. He's like, I'm here for lamp. So, <laughs> he steals Wake's keys and makes it to the lantern room. He has to go back into his... He's like, oh shit, forgot the keys. Just like rolls yeah. his lifeless body around to get yeah. the keys. Yeah. That's his, that's the only, his only companion for like the last four to four weeks to four years. Yeah. Who knows how long? At least four weeks, four weeks plus. Four plus weeks. (laughs) Before going into the lighthouse, he stops to get cigarettes. Yeah. And wake awakens and returns and strikes Howard in the shoulder with an axe. And then Howard. Because of lamp. He's like, lamp is mine. He's defending lamp. Yes. His wife. So. So then Howard disarms Wake and smashes his head. So Jesus. now Wake is like fully dead. So I didn't think that that really happened. Oh, you think all of that's fake? I think that didn't happen. The reason I didn't think that happened is because of um, I don't think that I don't think Wake would have had the strength after what happened to him, first of all. But also there's something that Wake said like before the failed pickup. So before the four weeks where he goes, you know what? Like, you're all right, dude. Like, I'll be honest. There was one night that I thought that you were going to split my head in twain. Yeah. But but you're all right. And then after he dies in this hole, he comes out, axes him once and then immediately gets his head split in half. Oh, so I'm like, I didn't catch that. That's good stuff. That's that. That's what I thought of. I was like, that's good stuff. And that's another word we have to we can't see. We have to say twain twain. Yeah. Split and twain. Oh, I learned a, a word. Um, here, I wrote it down. Let me scroll through all my fucking... Oh, look and trig. 
What do we, what does that mean? Say it in a sentence. It means it's like a positive thing. It's like Oh, like you're, you're looking neat. trig? Yeah, like looking trig, girl. Oh means you're looking okay. neat and stylish. So looking trig. Trig. <laughs> it just makes me think of trigonometry. Yeah, looking trig. Looking trig. Can we looking start? Hot. Yeah. Stop trying to make trig happen. It's not going to Stop. happen. <laughs> trig. That's the that's the first one that um I've I've heard from this movie that wasn't like a horrific insult. So that's nice. Most of yeah. them are insults. <laughs> yeah, most of them are not nice. They did a good job picking words and phrases that are like just writing the line of incoherent. Yeah. Because you're like, okay, I understand that. Sort I feel of. like <laughs> it was like the SATs, but like for pirates. That's exactly what it was. Context yeah. clues. Reading like they'll say like you smell like jism, and it's like I was like I, I think know what I know that, that is. is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've seen the SNL special. I know it's what jism is. <laughs> he yes. does whenever he's like laying into Willem Dafoe right before he like buries him alive. God, what a brutal movie! He's just like calling this bitch every name under the sun, like just being like, I know it's you good stink, you dumb, you ugly, your mama's you ugly. Fart. Yeah, you stinky. I'm tired of your farts. Yeah. He's like being very graphic, telling him what he smells like. He says he smells like curdled penis. That's gross. Yeah, that's really gross. But a great dig. I know. I almost used that quote for the beginning of this, but then I did no, it because I was like, spoilery. that's a lot. That's a lot. Let's, yeah, let's ease him into it, Ariana. <laughs> I was like, maybe that's too Ariana, much to do, do not right off the bat. Say, Do not have someone say jism and like, what was it? What penis? Kate has to reel me in. Yeah. And then then the next thing you know what they're going to hear next is me. Hello, club members. Hello, club members. No. Uh, <laughs> now I have to do it, Kate. Fighting an uphill battle here, trying to keep things <laughs> reasonable. Now I have to do it. Don't listen to this episode when it comes out, Kate. I, I'm not going to listen to it. I'm not going to check. Good. Again, this is a family movie for us. Just a reminder. Yeah, this of that. is a wholesome holiday Hallmark movie for us. I wa- I rewatched it and today, obviously, and I called my uncle. I left him a voicemail. I'm like, yeah, I just have some follow up questions. <laughs> How dare you? This one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Number one, excellent. Number two, really? <laughs> Her? Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Surprised uh, and delighted. Amazing. <laughs> and concerned. <laughs> All right. So now we're in the lantern room. Fucking the lens. finally. Fucking finally. Get me in there. The lens of the light to the lighthouse opens towards Howard, who reaches in to touch the light. And at first he seems like he's having a violent orgasm. Yeah. But then it like changes to screaming and he looks like he's in pain. And then he falls down the stairs. <laughs> I guess that's one way to describe it. I don't know. I don't know how you it's took it. It's hard to describe. It's weird. It's like a distorted scream. The scream. And it's a black and white movie and his face is covered in blood and his head is backwards. So it's like a distorded, scary face and a distorded, scary noise. I don't know. I don't know how to I describe it. I love it. I love yeah. it. I love it. It's good stuff. And then just when you're like, I don't know what I just fucking saw. We Finally, have he's dead. Random scene. Where he's barely alive, Howard with a fucked up eye. Not dead yet. Not dead, but he's eviscerated and he's lying on the rocks and a flock of seagulls are pecking at his exposed organs. The end. 
<laughs> but what does it mean? What a nice family movie. <laughs> I can't wait to hear how Kate decompresses with this movie. I need to hear Kate's analysis. Give me the the tea. But I, I may be not as correct as you. <laughs> it's the only thing. So like, Ariana, you're like the Greek mythology guru. Um, I know some Greek mythology from whenever I was homeschooled because my mom is really into Greek mythology. I also know the rhyme of the ancient mariner like Love the back it. of my hand. Because Tell me those things. Tell me the mariner stuff. Tell me your... Have like, you read um, the rhyme of the ancient mariner? No. Tell me that. <gasps> Ariana. I'm uncultured swine, Kate. We've been through this. It's, it's I don't a know beautiful these poem. You okay, so it's a beautiful poem, and I hate that you didn't read it before you watched this movie, but honestly, no. it's yeah. so good. So the rhyme of the ancient mariner is this old poem that's essentially about I don't want to spoil every like it's it's more about the emotions of it, but essentially this uh pirate, they're um out at sea, there's an albatross, they're shooting at it, and they're like, Hey, you're like you're not supposed to shoot an albatross, shot an albatross killed it that's like a very big deal and then of course mm. a massive storm comes along and so as punishment um they hang the albatross around his neck Ooh, that's cool so that's why that's, a, that's like a, a saying now is like um like an albatross around my neck which is like wearing the weight of your guilt oh shit that's cool because mm-hmm. it's like a really big bird and it's like heavy it's right? a huge fucking bird yeah mm. okay Cool. So, but it's like a it's a really long, really beautiful poem about this ship and the people on it. Wow. Very interesting. So there, there's a lot of themes there of like. He doesn't have as much guilt as they do in the in the poem, but he don't. Yeah, he's he cray. Yeah. A lot of obvious like surface um, parallels there. Um, yeah. And like guilt. But there's also like a lot of Greek mythology that's involved here. You mentioned Proteus specifically. Mm hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So Proteus, I know, is a son is a son of Poseidon, the first son. Yes, the first son. They're they all have it, the family tree. I can't get into it. It looks like my sim's <laughs> family tree, and my sim is a slut. <laughs> all of these, all of these gods are sluts. Yeah, Proteus impregnated some woman, some princess. I can't remember who, but it was Pandora. Like, I think. No, it wasn't Pandora. It wasn't Pandora. No. See, no. I knew I'd be wrong. It was some human, I think, because he's technically like oh, a demigod. Impregna- oh, I thought you said created. And I don't oh, think that's right either. No. <laughs> um, I think Prometheus created Pandora. Uh, I think it was Pandora was created for Prometheus' brother. I can't remember. But he, she's Christ. related and she's in a Prometheus She's involved story, in I this story it. somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, but um, old Tom, so Willem Dafoe's character, was like directly modeled after proteus and like even if you like go look up like art of proteus it's like it's a a classic like the old man in the sea yeah Um, and he's a he's a prophetic sea god essentially Mm -hmm. which is very much in line with defoe's character but it doesn't become obvious until like act two or act three yes which is really very cool honestly there's even yeah it might be the beginning of act two or the end of act one like where where he first sees Willem Dafoe in Lamp Room and he has like <laughs> tentacles. Oh my God, I love that scene. And he's like, what the fuck? And he's like, you can't tell if he's dreaming. I think that's an act one. I think that's like one of the first things yeah, where is, you're like, it is. is this a dream or is this real? Like, it's so fucking weird, but very cool. Yeah, it's during the initial four weeks for sure where he sees like these like Cthulhu like tendrils like yeah. over the lamp and 
fascinating. <laughs> so, and, yes. and like, and I, I didn't, you know, put that together watching this movie. I put it, you no, know, I looked it up afterwards. I was like, what mythology are we doing here? And I'm yeah, like, oh, of yeah. course, Proteus. Of course it's Proteus. But yeah. um, like in the story, he's just like a normal dude until he isn't. And I just think that's very interesting. It's like kind of a twisty, dark version of like Captain Ahab. And that's cool. <laughs> Who's Captain Ahab? Uh-oh. <sighs> we got a lot of work to do, girl. I told you, I don't know anything about Moby anything, Dick. Kate. Uh, don't know Moby Dick is. You don't know? Wait, you don't know what Moby Dick is? What is that? The one with the where he's obsessed with the whale? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, I know things. There's so many interpretations, I guess, for this movie, and I can tell you about each one of them if you want. Oh, yes, please. Oh, I know. I know a Prometheus interpretation, okay. which is the scene that you just talked about. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. So like, pr- so we're talking about the scene at the very end where like the gods just will not leave Robert Pat- Patterson alone because he's going to be punished now. You got time time to be punished. Yeah. And he's getting his organs ripped out while he's still alive by these birds. So yeah. Prometheus, he was like, like a, like a human-y good guy. Like he was like a human ally. Ally. Yeah. And like, he was an ally. He would like, yeah, he would like be nice to humans when Zeus specifically was not. <laughs> so yeah. like, I think, I think the, the big one that, cause so Zeus, Zeus didn't like him, but I think the big thing was he brought fire mm-hmm. to humans and Zeus was like, when I specifically told you not to. <laughs> when I specifically asked you not to. <laughs> <laughs> what are we like? Number three for the office. Yeah, like if, the is it time. a show if we don't have three office quotes? Yes. Yeah. Three for three. And so he like Zeus. Zeus did some. Zeus was so mean. He like like bound him up and gave him a liver that regenerates and had birds. Oh, eagles, I think. Yep. Rip his liver out over and over and over again. Well, he was a he was a god. So he was immortal. So he just couldn't die. He couldn't die, but he they also made sure that his like liver just kept He grows doing his, his thing. liver back, which livers just grow back, right back. And that's why livers grow back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and that is why livers grow back. And that's <laughs> Welcome to this We are not doctors. Do not listen to us. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, did I miss anything there? No, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Chain to a rock, eagles eating your liver every day. It's great. I got some major Icarus energy from the end. Ooh, Icarus. I like that. But I do think that a lot of Greek mythology and specifically this um, movie have a lot to do with like hubris and like dominance. And I think that's definitely the vibe too is like hubris. It's like, don't think you're better than a god. Don't defy the god. Don't do what we tell you not to do. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely very Icarus-y, I agree. Yeah. So there's like 8 million interpretations to this fucking movie. And I will go through all of them for you. And we'll... <laughs> number one. Number one. So I'm going to go in order from most realistic to most metaphorical. So Ooh. you guys can decide what your interpretation of this is. So... Okay. Okay. The most logical, realistic, and superficial interpretation is just this idea that it's a descent into madness. There's two men on a remote island that go crazy from loneliness or boredom, or they go crazy from drinking bad water, turpentine, turpentine, bad liquor, stupid, um, or they go crazy because the damp gets to the provisions 
and they start hallucinating from the mold. Who knows? Oh, yeah. Mold. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Winslow is just a fucking drunk and he loses his mind because everything was fine until he starts drinking. So maybe yeah, because he, he refuses alcohol. drink for a long time. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so that's one interpretation. And if, if that's the correct one, quote unquote, if that's the one that we're going down, that he's just like a raging alcoholic. Yeah. Maybe old Tom should have not pushed his moonshine so when he was hard. Like, yeah, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was like, like no, thank to. you, please. Yeah. yeah. He's like, if you don't do this, then I'm going to make you lug kerosene up and down the lighthouse three times tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, or we can drink the kerosene. Or we drink it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then Wake, the second one is that Wake is pushing Winslow into madness. Now I'm using Winslow again, whatever. So okay. Wake being old Tom, Willem Dafoe, yes. Winslow, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. So we're in this theory, like Wake is the one who's pushing Winslow into madness. And he's that doing this by fair. like... Feeding him lies a little bit, gaslighting him. He's like, you're the one who like, chopped up like the boat. Like what happened to his leg? He's like, yeah, giving him two different stories about his leg. Like telling him that it's been weeks when it's been a day. And then the question is like, what's his motivation? And my thing is like, maybe because he found the head of his previous assistant and now he has a witness to his previous crime. Or maybe he wants to keep the money he's supposed to pay him for his labor. And that's why you called him a lazy drunk. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. So there's two right there. Two reasons he could have totally been fucking I just with him. feel I feel like if the person that I was trapped on a rock with discovered evidence of my murder, I probably wouldn't want to provoke them further. But that's just me. I would probably just like two hand shove him off the cliff. I was going to say, just kill this guy, too. I would just punt his ass off the lighthouse. I'd be yeah, like, yeah, I'll guy. give you some lamp right this way. <laughs> All Push him into the lamp. Yeah, right into the lamp. <laughs> right into the lamp. <laughs> okay, interesting, interesting. Yeah. So that's one. And now we're going to talk about Winslow being cursed by this seagull. You know, maybe... I like that one. Yeah. Maybe, you know, Wake warns him, don't do it. Seagulls contain the souls of the dead. And the seagull has one eye, just like Wake's previous assistant. So like, okay, let's assume this is like Wake's previous assistant taking revenge whatever and the literal wind changes immediately after immediately. he fucks up the bird so clearly that's somehow related and shit hits the fan after that and guess who's missing an eye after all of this is over yeah isn't as that part weird? of his punishment yeah totally i wonder if he's gonna be become that seagull that's eating his liver out i bet he is i bet he is it's all connected all connected <laughs> All right. So these these now we have a couple of my theories. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So now we're descending into madness. We love it. The next theory is that Winslow is actually by himself on this lighthouse island. Maybe him and Wake are the same person. They do have the same name. They do. Yeah. And he makes up a fake name. Yeah. Even though his real name is actually the same as the other guy's name. Exactly. So maybe this is his way of processing what he did to his previous boss by letting him drown. He makes up this this person of wake and it's yeah. really like a version of himself that he's projecting. 
that's a very I was reading about that as well, because there's um, what, what I, I referenced it like a minute ago. So I was look whenever I was looking up more information about um, specifically like what the two characters mean to each other or might mean, because like Ariana has said, their relationship is it's complicated. <laughs> it's so complicated on Facebook. It's a little complicated. That's their relationship status. That's what it says on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> so I was reading this thing and guys, I'm probably I'm probably butchering it, but it's like something called like a Jungian psychoanalysis. Mm, mm-hmm. And I was like, what is that? But essentially it's like a method of um integrating the unconscious with the conscious. It's very complicated oh. and I'm not gonna get it right, but it's like your spiritual journey, your connection to others. And like there's different type of archetypes in literature specifically and in stories that follow these Jungian archetypes. So like is this like the ego and the id and all of that? No, not quite. It's like I'll send you a picture. I have like a really good little chart that's helpful, but it's like um, if we're like on a spiritual journey, are we craving safety then and innocence, knowledge and being sage, exploring and freedom? Or is this more about our goal to leave a mark? Like what what is this protagonist's journey and how do the what how do the other people in the story relate to him in terms of their character archetypes? Weird. So, yes. So a big one that I was reading about was essentially um this archetype of the shadow or the unknown dark side, the unknown blind spot. Um and of your own personality. Mm. So people are theorizing that Defoe and his character um, is like essentially like the blind spot for the other guy's character and like the shadow, like his foil character. And so like if this situation is purgatory, it's a little bit like he's like the the anti-Robert, but he's like the punishment for Robert. Yeah. And like the yeah. dark bits. Because Robert does like Robert Pattinson's It's character. like forcing him to stare into the face of this reason why he's. Yeah. yeah, And like take what sense. he deserves. Yeah. And I could be mis- misinterpreting it. But I also have like a direct quote from Defoe because Defoe was in, in one interview was talking a little bit about these archetypes and was talking about how you can imagine them being put on this rock together is like this situation similar to purgatory um, and so what little personality they have, because they don't have much, right? They're like these manly yeah. men, they're here to get a job done out in four weeks. But these men, whatever little personality they have, as the story continues, as the situation gets worse, it's like what little personhood they have is getting stripped away. Mm. And so you're kind of, and so you're getting the most raw representation of them of like who their true nature is in this like state of desperation which i think says a lot about a person like how yeah. you act during times of desperation and so like even though like looking at willem defoe's character versus rob in the beginning like i said earlier i'm, I'm more sympathetic towards robert pattinson's character towards the young guy who doesn't know what he's doing he's doing his best who's getting shit thrown in his face from the wind <laughs> and yeah. like this guy who's bossing him around is like being mean um but like when that all gets stripped away when like the, the provisions have rotted like who is keeping things together and who right. is falling apart and kind of falling into their own psychosis. Absolutely. No, I agree with that. That's very interesting, though. Very interesting. I mean, that's sort of where I was going to take it next, because I do think that maybe this is like Winslow's hell. Yeah. Like Wake is torturing yeah. him because he's this part of him that he doesn't want to deal with. And part of his hell is like and this, this reminder labor. of yeah, yeah of his former keeper essentially right and i think it is Im- 
it is probably significant this idea that like Robert killed his previous boss and wait killed his previous assistant like it's just it seems like a foil to me i agree with you um very interesting though interesting damn movie (laughs) i love it see there's so many things you can just like run with all of these interpretations and you can totally be like this is exactly what it is but then someone else can do the same exact thing for another interpretation it's really fucking cool yeah like what what if there's a what if there is like a true romantic connection there right you would never know right I mean, they almost kiss a few times. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. A couple times. It's a little <sighs> bit of a like, I'm not into it unless you're into it. But that's gay. <laughs> I'm not gay. Are you gay? Because I'll be and gay. And I'm over gay. here like, you're on a rock, bro. <laughs> it's Just fine. kiss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the seagull's never. not going to tell on you. Yeah, never. I know. Never. No, let's just go drink some turpentine and empty our shit buckets. Stupid. See, that's what I'm saying when I'm like, you and I would have been okay. Like, we would have had a great time. We would have bickered. But we would have come up with some weird ass game to play. (laughs) We would have kept track of the days. We would have gone drunk. We would have definitely done that, though. I think we would have been a little bit smarter, not wiser. Not wiser. We don't. (laughs) We would have drowned instantly, but we wouldn't have known, like... To keep track of the days, things like that. I think they tried to keep track. That's why I just think he was a lunatic. He just like descended Probably into madness. Drank the turpentine, but then again, they... wouldn't we though? I know, right? It's like I don't know. Maybe if it gets me closer, I think we would have been more focused on like how do we escape this island. I think we would have been yeah. really smart with that, and we would have been like, oh fuck, we have a boat. Great, let's get a smoke signal. But, but then if you leave, then people will die because your whole job is to keep the lighthouse going so that boats don't crash well then who's there when they're both not there they the people who were supposed to come relieve them <laughs> nobody's never not there oh when i when they talked about the people coming to relieve them i just assumed they were people coming to take them off the island i didn't know it was like Switch, people are switching no, out shift change yep oh i understand so they do like four week stints yeah and ah. for some reason even though this has clearly happened before not to this extent, right. but Willem Dafoe's like, yeah, don't get, we should probably start rationing our food. <laughs> Some other guy did this. Yeah. And Stupid. he didn't do well. He was out here for like seven months. I'm like, okay, bury more food. Also, hide a fishing pole. You're surrounded by fish. Holy you shit. have a boat. Go out onto a boat, catch some fish. Then you have a never ending Where are the supply. oranges? You're going to get scurvy. Yeah. Well, he said I got scurvy and that's how I lost my leg. And it's like, did you though? Did you though? Did you? Girl, I would I would have pina colada mix. This is our hurricane party. <laughs> we would pack so much margarita mix. <laughs> oh my God. The nail polish colors. Salted fish. We'd bring salt. Because mm-hmm. if you put yes. salt on it, it can't go bad, right? That's what It'll they say. It'll be fine. We'll, we'll learn how to cure meat. We might get some poisoning on the way, but we'll, we'll figure it, it out. We'll smoke it. We'll befriend the local mermaids. We are the local mermaids. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. We would play mermaids. That would we be would our psychosis. Mermaids. That's how we'd entertain ourselves. <laughs> but like, no, I shoot pearls out of my fingers. You have to do something else. <laughs> and my tail is green, but it like goes into gold at the end. <laughs> we do fine. Did anyone else play this game? Because I definitely did not. But I also didn't have sisters. So I know. I recently taught Ariana about Mermaid, which I, I think is a... I think it's a thing because I saw it on seminal TikTok. Seminal pool game. I think it's a thing. I think other people did it too. I, I, saw it on I did this with everybody. It's so okay. fun. Maybe you invented it. I know. There's no invented pretending to be a mermaid. I don't think so. Maybe you invented it, Kate. That was the manatee. 
the pool games me and my brother would play is my dad would put us on a float Aggressive. and then like try to knock us off the float. <laughs> <laughs> we played that too. When mommy wasn't looking, when mom's not fun. around. That was a good one. Yeah, I think we'd be one. okay. I'd bring some cards. They didn't pack enough games. They didn't pack board games. Where are the board games? Where are the board games? Dominoes? They fucked up. Backgammon? <laughs> Something? A Horror book? Movies? They can't read. I don't know what I'm talking about. Learn to read. You got they some can time. read. He has a log book. Oh, that's true. And he's writing. That was, that was wrong it's of me. It's the 1890s. They can read. They're men. They're not women. He Men are smart. Women are dumb, Kate. I forgot momentarily. Yes, I forgot. I forgot until Willem Dafoe's character reminded us of his lovely lamp wife that's a lot quieter <laughs> than a regular wife. <laughs> that's this a good is after one. he tells us he has a real wife and children. He's like, yeah, I ditched those a long time ago. This is my wife now. He's like, I didn't come back for three years and she was pissed. So, you know. And she was upset Bitches about that. What crazy. a bitch. <laughs> Yeah, what a bitch. I left her alone with our three kids for three years. <laughs> Man, Are we bitches the... be crazy. I'm like, stay on your rock, bro. <laughs> um. Anyway, so back to this. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the last one is the metaphorical bullshit of Prometheus and... Ariana's fave. Love it. He's bringing fire to the humans. He's granting them the ability to create new technology and advance their civilization. And Zeus is pissed. So he chains him to a rock and an eagle eats his liver and it regenerates the end. Actual scene at the end. I thought you said Zeus changed into a rock and I was fully following that story. I'm like, classic Zeus. Classic Zeus. And, the, and then he fucked another rock and made rock babies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then that rock raped some other rock. And that's how we got snow. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Fucking mythology is so stupid. I have one more mythology, sort of. More like Greek history story that I'll tell you. I, I'm down. I, I genuinely like it. It's over the top and like dramatic. We love it. I just yeah. want to point out how dramatic Zeus is. He is the drama. <laughs> he is the problem. He is drama. But we love the tea. <laughs> we love the tea. This one's not really about Zeus. This is, uh, you're familiar with Oedipus Rex, right? You probably read that in high school. I sure am. I wrote a <laughs> whole paper on that shit, on the Electra complex. Didn't we all? Didn't um, we all? So in case you guys skip that day of high school, um, basically Oedipus Rex is a play by Sophocles. And the story is like about a father-son relationship sort of. And it's obvious that Wake is like a father figure for Winslow. He says it at one point. He at least some of the time. Yeah. He like fully says it. He's like, you know, my daddy. And then he runs away crying. Yeah. <laughs> daddy issues um, for sure. Yeah. Um, so when Oedipus wrecks, Oedipus kills his father to become king. And he also marries the king's wife, who is his mother. Shh, don't worry about it. Don't he doesn't it. know it's his mom. He doesn't know, but and that's not really relevant. But he kills the father and marries the king's wife. And I feel like can be argued that the lantern is Wake's wife. And yes, he well, he says as much. Yeah, he blatantly says it. Mm-hmm. He says, I love lamp. And then Winslow ends up killing <laughs> Wake for uh-huh. access to the lamp. Yeah. So it's like Oedipus Rex, kind of. It totally it totally is. And I think that that was intentional. 100%. I think in the best way, this is not, this is a feature, not a bug. They took, the Egger brothers were like, I like this story and I like this story yep. and I like this story. And they just made a stew, baby. And yeah. I'm 
all for it because it's there's packed. so many things going on at once. And, and and they all kind of work together. It's not just like it doesn't feel disconnected. It's not like men. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ooh, burn for men, Ooh. which we love. It's not like men where none of them go anywhere. <laughs> none, none, yeah, it's just like an apple means fertility. The end. The end. Don't worry this about one's it. Like, no, we're going to eat your liver. It's going to yeah. be very obvious. <laughs> They're like, you think because we've said the word Prometheus twice that this is going to end well? It's not. Yeah. We're going to see Prometheus at the end. <laughs> they tried to warn us. They did. Um, is the yeah. burying alive anything from mythology? I mean, it's a deep fear of mine. What's her name? There's uh, Antigone or something gets buried alive. Oh, I had I saw that for extra credit in college, but I didn't pay attention. <laughs> I'm sure many people get buried alive. That seems like a common thing they would do. Well, it's scary. And I liked it. I like it. I like it, too. Although it's like dirt going in his mouth. So scary. It's like artsy kind of because it's like, OK, he's not really going to die from like two tablespoons of dirt going into his mouth. But it's fine. It's we're okay. well, that's not going to kill him. But the brain damage is the subdural yeah. hematoma that he has now. From oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Skull caved in. He's just barely holding on. He can walk like a dog, but he can't. <laughs> he he walked like a dog for like 20 feet. OK, he's exhausted. He's pooped. He's pooped. <laughs> so let's talk about the masculinity bullshit. <laughs> oh, my God. Let, yeah, let's talk about how women would have survived this. Let's talk about the penises in this movie. They're probably like, oh, we can't let them on the lighthouse. Where will we keep the tampons? <laughs> 100 tampons. We need about 1,000 tampons. 1,000 tampons. There's no space. Yeah. So we have the lighthouse being a penis. We get that. Sure. We also we have it. logs in scenes. We get it. Sure. We also have sure. literal full-on penises. We have Winslow masturbating many times. We have Wake masturbating once. You don't see like full frontal though, except for like the mer pussy, the mer vagina. You do see Merlabia, but in the scene where he's in the shed masturbating, you see his penis, but you see a side view of it. Ew. Oh, I didn't notice that. True story. I looked for it. <laughs> She's <laughs> and like, I saw this it. is a fact. And then I Googled. I was like, <laughs> did I see what I think I just saw? No, Same. I Googled. It. I was like, I want to know how they did this. I want to know if this is a fake penis or if this is a body double and they like put his face on it. They did a body double. I would double. guess body double. Yeah, it was body double because mm -hmm. then they didn't have to show his butt either because the butt was in the scene, too. Yeah, the butt the butt was in the in many scenes. I saw his butt a lot. Yeah, we got to see a lot of man butt. It was great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amazing. Um, yeah. So I guess the last thing is like, what does the light of the lighthouse symbolize? And we already kind of talked about it. So, you know, lighthouses in real life are supposed to provide light and security on a dark night in the middle of the ocean and their source of security in an unknown environment. And so him needing that is the Prometheus metaphor of security, knowledge. Um, and he finally feels that when he sees the light and that's like his orgasm face and it's whatever. Like, his O face. And it's like calling out to him the whole movie. You hear like the, that deep fog horn. Oh, my God. The foghorn. It's like a forlorn like lover, like calling him, calling him, calling him to safety, calling him here. And he can't go. And he's like, well, now I'm definitely going. And he's horny. I'm horny. And I want to know what's up there. <laughs> At one point, he says he wants to fuck a steak. 
that's how horny he is. I'm like, it's been four weeks, bro. Get it together. I know. Well, I think at that point it had been more than that. No, at that point. Oh, yeah. I guess it had been four plus weeks. Who knows how actually. Still very. But I don't know when I don't know when is okay. (laughs) When is it okay to fuck a steak? (laughs) I'm going to say nothing. (laughs) I'm going to say nothing about that. I'm going to stay away from that one. (laughs) We're going to that's what I'm going to do. Talk about that part anymore. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I just like that he says that he's so legitimately mad that yeah. he can't have a steak and fuck it. He's like, I'm so... He's like, I just want a fucking steak. I'm so hungry. And then it immediately hungry, changes I'm to horny. like horny. Yeah. He's like, if I had a steak, I would fuck it. <laughs> His, He's like, I got a lot of emotions and I was not told what they were. So I'm just much like the metaphors. Mix them all together. Yeah. That's what's so great about this. It's like, it's just so raw masculinity, like not to put all the men in a single category, but like kind of going to do that anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Like, it's interesting because like men do really change from like emotion to motion without like really questioning why they're doing it. You know, like as women, we have mood swings and we're like, Meh. men have more hormonal changes during the day. Like men have like a full hormonal cycle during the day. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that. We do not. Yeah. It's just very interesting because like to watch these scenes where they go like given they're drunk, but like doesn't, you know, being drunk unmask some shit. But they go from like dancing with each other and like singing drunken whatever to like slow dancing and almost making out to like beating the shit out of each other within like one single minute. And it's yeah very accurate. I think it's plausible. I'm like, that's <laughs> what would happen. Accurate. Yeah. It was like a full uh. like a Brookback Mountain moment of the like it really is gonna You're punch right. you yeah I haven't seen Brokeback Mountain but I need to see it what the fuck Ariana Jesus fucking Christ oh my god stop okay how do you think people felt about this Kate it's a lot to ask of people yeah but I think I know I know that it got an Academy Award nomination for the cinematography which it fucking deserved yeah I agree with that so I know it got so if you guys haven't seen this movie it's very uniquely shot where it's like a I don't know the dimensions I'm not a good camera person but it's like big black bars 16 by something (laughs) that's what it is yeah and there's big black bars on the side and it's like a square frame um and so the black bars really make you focus on what the focal point of that scene is but during so during bright scenes because there's like a lot of day and night during bright scenes it's very you're paying attention to what's on on screen like for example like a lot of lighthouse shots they do that yeah like direct from dark to light and you still have those bars but then also in like the dark scenes it adds more of mystery and like almost like unknown scariness to the sides of it like whenever the seagull comes and like taps on his window and it like the scene blurs into darkness so Mm. that was Mm -hmm. fucking beautiful and that's not just my opinion um the cinematographer whose name i have right here i want to give him credit jaron blaschke he also was a cinematographer for the witch Ah, okay. That tracks. That tracks. Uh huh. And he got a nom for this, and he's also doing the cinematography for Robert Eggers' next project, which is coming out in 2024, which is what? also with Willem Dafoe. Wait, I know it. I know it. Nosferatu. Yes, Queen! <laughs> so tune back in, guys. 2024, we'll be here. We're going to be... I cannot wait to get into that. Yeah. Oh, my but God. I can only imagine. All that imagine. to say, I'm pretty sure this was a very well-critically-received movie. I think everything is extremely intentional and very well crafted. I think this movie is art. I love a movie that takes just two 
incredible actors and just really showcases their talent. Mm-hmm. And I think that Hollywood really likes these actors as well. So I'm going to say that this did well. I'm going to be optimistic. I'm going to say that critics gave it 92 and audience gave it 81. Close. Really? Critics were 90. Very close. I'll take it. I'll take it. Honestly, better than I was expecting. Yeah. I'll take it. The best pseudo horror movie. <laughs> For real. It's never that high. I kind of cheated in that I knew that it got an Oscar nod. Right. But also this movie's very good. We all <laughs> so knew. Like, we all knew all these friggin' artsy people would love this shit. We knew you'd like it. And it's also we not it. strictly horror. It's like very much like a genre bending movie. So it's more palatable to a wider audience. You're right. for You're critics right. who tend to be yeah. snobs about horror. Up to like the first three fourths, it's like an indie movie. It's yep. like there's little to no like horror it's just like confusing artsy dream sequences and then all of a sudden it's like kind of a slasher a little bit like there's people dying there's people getting fucked up i don't know sure i was tense of me i watched this movie in the dark alone that's how i watch this movie every time (laughs) yeah that's a good way to do it because it's black and white yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i had my blackout curtains and it was just me watching it (laughs) Yeah, I think it'd be hard to watch in a bright room. I was on that island. Yeah. (laughs) I was there. Yeah. Well, the audience didn't like it as much as the critics. 72. Yeah, they didn't get it. They didn't get it. They didn't get it. That's really disappointing. Well, I I know know the budget. They didn't do well financially. So Yeah, I don't think anyone saw it. I think they should have made it an NC-17. More people would have seen it. You think so? Oh, yeah. I think so. I didn't. I don't know that if I remember this going to theaters. I think I saw this on Hulu. I thought it went to theaters. I'm pretty sure I saw it in theaters. I'm like 80 percent sure. It was 2019, so it was pre-COVID. Yeah, but yeah. Budget 11 million dollars, which is what the cost of Willem Dafoe, and then <laughs> yeah, for real. Box office. I could make you guess, but it'll make me sad. I already know it. Yeah, 18 million. I saw that. Yeah, not That's great. That's so sad. Almost. But not quite. It deserved double. better. It I really know. did deserve better, in my opinion. I think it's a beautiful, beautiful movie. Yeah, and I think it has a lot to say. Kate's here for the content. I don't know if I'm as here for the content as you are. I'm here for the content, big time. Yeah, yeah. Big Kate time. loves us a sea shanty theme. I love it. I love some Cthulhu sea madness. Yeah. I love gay shit. I love it. You're right. It has everything. It checks all your boxes. It checks a storm. There's a storm. Yeah. The whole movie's a storm. I agree. The storm Um, got me. Revenge is a really big part of it. Revenge and punishment, which is unfortunately something that I like to see. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. That's great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big time. Um, Yeah. And then also just extremely good performances from I like I like movies with less actors because one, I can't ever keep their names straight. I just can't. Even in yeah. this one, I couldn't keep their name straight. And there's two of them. <laughs> well, they changed names and they had the same names. So there's that. It's a, it's mean. It's mean to me. But I, I, I like that it <laughs> focuses just on this one story so it can go really, really deep into really it. Really deep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get, and get really cerebral. Um, yeah. I don't know. In terms of like immersive movies, this is way up there. Like, again, I was on this island. I was thinking of how I would survive, how I would act, um, wow. who to trust amazing what's real what's not real we love a psychosis kate really likes this movie i'm super surprised we haven't talked about it i know it is i weird. didn't know you really liked it i thought you were like meh i really like it 
Well, yeah. I, I don't talk about this because most people don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, not a lot of people have seen it, but then the people who have seen it are like, what the fuck? But then they don't like tell their friends to watch it because they like don't know how they feel about it. You know, that's how I think the vibe is. Have you seen The Green Knight? I have seen The Green Knight. I did like The Green Knight, but I felt similarly about that one where I was like, I need to process this shit. Similar, right? It's a similar feeling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you seen The Norseman? Because that's a very similar vibe, too. No, I haven't. Is it The Norseman or The Northman? I think it's The Northman. Um, Anya Taylor-Joy. I like her. I'm just getting tired of her face. I love her face, but I agree with you. Not, not, not like, it's not personal. I'm just like, she's, it, she, she's, she's like Tom Holland at this point. I'm just, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Same thing with Margot Robbie. I'm like, that's fine. But like, who else? <laughs> who else? I like her face a lot. So I'm okay. Keep, I'm, I'll keep watching it. I like her. She's nice. She's fine. Yeah. yeah. I know. I don't typically like movies with such big names because I have a hard problem separating them from their yeah, real I life agree personality. Like, the magnitude of their celebrity but and that was kind of a, a small problem for me with this movie really because of robert pattinson just like a small one because like i feel like willem dafoe disappears into his characters very well and me and you are used to watching he really does weird movies with willem dafoe but robert pattinson's not the same when i was watching willem dafoe in this movie i felt like i was watching a play i felt like i was in front of him <laughs> yeah. at a play yeah and I was like, I need to move to New York and see any play that he does. I don't think he was born oh, to be this guy. He's so good. Like, he's so good. And so so was my boy Rob. Like, oh, my God, him. All of his like breakdown meltdown scenes because they were so earned. I know. And he and, and he really did a good job of like showing that like restrained anger the whole time that it didn't just come off as I'm going to give a big, loud performance because that's what well, I yeah. think acting is. He's used to angsty acting from Twilight. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He's been training his whole life for He's this. He's been training for five movies of how to five show whole movies. angsty restraint. <laughs> oh my God, so no. good. And them together, I was just like, what else could I ask for? <laughs> Meryl Streep's going to walk in? Like, what's going, what's going to happen? Meryl, Meryl Streep is the mermaid. No. She's the mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with everything you're saying, Kate. I think it missed the mark for me a little bit. And I think the reason is because when I first watched it, Again, I feel like I was watching two separate movies. Like once I got into the vibe of being here for like the character development and the aspects of that and seeing their relationship grow, like once I was there for that, then it like completely changed on me and was like this fever dream nightmare, which, you know, I love fever dream nightmare, but I feel like it yeah. should have brought that to the table sooner because there was periods of time in the middle of the movie where I was like, OK, this is dragging a little bit like I'm hmm. trying to watch a movie that I know will end in a weird way because it's A24 and I'm impatient. I want to see that. So, oh, yeah. So I girl, you got to take my you got to stop watching the trailers. I know. But I mean, to be fair, the trailer didn't show like stuff from the ending for the most part. Like what it showed was their relationship. Like it showed the scene where they that's were like, good. what, 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 what? Like they okay, showed that. They showed the scene where, like, freaking Willem Dafoe's running, like, galloping with the axe, chasing him. Such a good scene. Like, it was, it was sort of a misleading trailer. Like, none of this shit at the end where he's, like, touching the light and, like, having a freaking ecstasy. Like, none of that's in it, obviously. So I feel like the trailer didn't really spoil anything for me. It was the fact that it was A24 and I knew it was technically horror. So I was, like, waiting mm -hmm. for it. And it was something that 
I was impatient for. And also mm-hmm. I do like the shore and I like stuff like that, but I got, you know, I, you I also bored. like, yeah, I got bored a little bit. I like supernatural and I like devil shit. And that's why I was definitely more uh, into the witch because uh, I obviously see. there's witch devilly shit at the end this of that This is one, a real so. genre divide is what it is. It's just a genre yeah. preference. Okay. Yeah. I think we both respect this movie and like like what it did. I think that you are just more drawn to the occult. Yeah, no, I agree completely. But I also think that unless you're willing to put in the work for this movie where you get into like the down and dirty like two pages of an outline of like every single theory and way this could go and what it means because it's so frustrating. Yeah. And then once you see all of that written and you're like, oh, wow, like I really respect this movie because of how many different ways you can interpret this and how they're all super fleshed out from start to finish. Then I respected it a lot more. Yeah. But before that, I was like, you know, I wasn't super excited to rewatch this movie because I had already watched it and I didn't really (gasps) like it. The first time I was like, it's the first time. Mm -hmm." Oh, my God. The second time I liked it a little bit better because I had the subtitles so I could like understand what they were saying. but. I didn't really respect it until I like fleshed out the meanings. I never would have guessed that. And I don't don't think I'm alone. I think the club probably would have thought the opposite, that this would be your shit. Well, that's the thing, right? It's like it has a mythology aspect. It has like freaking Proteus and freaking Prometheus. And it it follows it through is what I like about it. It does follow it through. But for me, it almost came out of nowhere a little bit because they focused so much on their relationship at the beginning. Like, I wanted it to be more about that. That's what I mean. I want them to, like, move up the crazy shit to sooner in the movie, and I wanted them to go crazier at the end. I hear you. I hear you. I like the buildup. I think the buildup is crucial. I think that it wouldn't be as, you know, bombastic (laughs) at the end. But I understand. I totally get it. And I definitely lose my patience for slow burns and different more for the occult stuff. Honestly, I'm like, really? Oh, my God. All right. Just get possessed. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Well, which is the same way. It's very slow burn. And I had a problem with the witch there. I got I bored with the witch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How yeah. interesting. Same director, same writer, same right. team, it's just a same production. Different topic, really. Just different topics. Yeah, that's so funny. I really want to show you some of these video games. (laughs) I want you to read Rime of the Ancient Mariner at the minimum. Everyone take a shot. (laughs) Okay, listen, they're really good. And I'm going to say them again. Guys, if you like video games. This is the part in the episode where Kate tries to get me to play a video game. (laughs) Dredge. Dredge is a fantastic (laughs) indie game about going insane as a fisherman at a lighthouse. Return of the Obra Dinn is a delightful indie. They're all indie. Agatha Christie type murder mystery detective situation. It's awesome. And uh, Canarium, I don't even know how to explain. Think more like alien Lovecraftian bullshit puzzles. And they're all like $5 to play them. $5. You should go read Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, though. I can't read. I'll read it to you, baby girl. (laughs) I'll make you an albatross. (laughs) You know, I always forget you're illiterate. I'm illiterate. You always forget. Well, what are you going to rate this? 10 out of 10 lamps. Yeah. <laughs> 10, 10 out of 10, out of 10 I lamps. I love lamps. I love lamp. I was <laughs> stoked to watch this movie again. Were you really? I was stoked. I was like, because Nick was working. This is my only day off to watch it. And I was like, Nick, do you want me to wait and watch it with you? And he's like, 
no, you're nah. good. I'm like, are you sure we can watch it again later? And then like, as I was watching oh. it, I paused it and I came downstairs and I was like, hey, we you can sure? watch this again if you want to watch it. I was ready to go round two. I love this movie. Wow. I will say I probably won't watch this again. That's wild. That's so wild. If if someone I was with was like, let's watch this, I'd be like, sure, yeah. And I'll enjoy it, but I'll never <sighs> choose it for myself, probably. And that doesn't bother me at all. It's because it's so preference. <laughs> it's just yeah. so like, because I know that, like, I know you get it. You're not just like, that was dumb. There's no monsters in there. What the that bird doing? Stupid. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you get like the mythology, you get the meaning. Yeah. And at least you try to get it. And I think you you can appreciate what they're doing with the like this very interesting male relationship, which for me is fascinating. Yeah, I agree. That is probably for me more fascinating than the end because I was like, okay, yeah. I was like, we're all we're all waiting for this. It's kind of more important than the end. I would have liked it better if Willem Dafoe had become his mythological character. But I think that would have been too heavy handed. But too, I would yeah, have loved too much. it. I would have loved it. <laughs> you wanted it to be more. I wanted it just... to be more supernatural. I told you I wanted it to be more ah. crazy. Yeah. It's pretty fucking crazy, Ariana. I wanted it to be more crazy. I don't know. Interesting. Um, so I am going to give it eight out of ten penises. Hey, eight is good. <laughs> Eight, Eight means she respects it. She wishes she could give it higher, but she just can't. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Yeah. I do respect it. And, I, and I understand why other people like it. It's very interesting. I didn't expect you to like it as much as you did, Kate, though. That was surprising for me. I love this me. movie. Nice. So you like The Witch less than this, and I like The Witch more than this. Significantly. I know. So it's just the tough part. Should we put it next to The Witch? Fight, fight, on the score fight, bar. Fight, Should we just fight, put it wherever fight. the witch right, is around there? We're going over to the nightlighthorrormovieclub.com over to our scoreboard where we rank every single movie that we cover and we fight about it, but not today. We're just going to go straight to the witch. We're going to cheat. Hold on. Uh, wait, the witch is 42. Actually, yeah, that feels that feels right to me. <laughs> the 40s, yeah, right. I feel like it should go lower. Than, let's see. What is it? <gasps> we have 115. Yeah, I don't know. 115 that's like kind of in the middle I could you know what I could respect that because I do I do get like you know it's a deep movie and I like deep movies so I could see it in the 40s so yeah I want this in the 20s what if we're gonna pull that game then I'm gonna figure out where I would put it if it were just me (laughs) Ariana said oh you want to fight then okay okay Ariana just flipped her rings around (laughs) hold on guys Beetlejuice is number 80 I, that was not my doing, and you know that was not my doing. That is insane. That is insane. It's rude. That is rude. I think you can okay. blame Chris for that one. Yeah. If it were me, I would put this in the 50s. So Ugh. you said you want it to be in the 20s. hmm So I guess we can put it in the late 30s, early 40s. Let's see. Oh, look, men, 39. Hey, okay, men. Better or worse than men? I think it's better. Better. Okay, better than men. men. How about creep? I like creep better. Oh, that's just apples and oranges. I would put this between creep and men. I would too. I like that. I like that. All right. New number 39. And that's right below The Shining, you guys. So it's a a good spot on our 115 or whatever list of movies. Yeah. Well done to the Egger brothers. Yeah, well done. For sure. Whenever I have two pages of an outline... (laughs) 
I know. for my analysis. That's pretty bad. <laughs> oh my God. I, I at one point I just like I, I barely went into the mythology. I was like, she's gonna explain what I don't know. Yay. But you knew everything already. Well, I knew like surface stuff. Like you this reminds me of this story. This reminds me of this story. Yeah. Yeah. You knew everything. It's good stuff. I always know everything. Yeah. Do you think that if they hadn't said the word Prometheus, you would have known it was Prometheus? Um, I think the him alive getting his liver plucked out. Right. Yeah. At that point, you would have been like, oh, because it's so it's so separate from the rest of the movie. Like it's such a statement. It is. It is a statement that you're like with the seagulls. I'd be like, you guys are trying to tell me something. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The eye. I'm like, y'all are trying to tell me something. Yeah. Interesting movie. Great pick, guys. As always. Kate loved it. Kate hasn't been loving the movies that we've been covering, so she was excited to cover this one. I, this is the last movie that we have covered in a while that hasn't made me so sad. So, <laughs> and it's not a happy movie. It's but, not. It's not a happy movie, but it is jokey it's sometimes, sad. and it's meant to be. Oh, jokey. it is. There, yeah, it's meant not. You don't really take it seriously. It feels like it's right. happening in a different dimension, and right. apparently, it's a family movie. So the, my, I can't wait to call my parents. Actually, I'm going to do that now. I'm going to call my parents. I'm going to see what they thought. Yeah, I wonder what they thought. Yeah, I'm going to tell you. I'll tell you. I'll call you next. Yeah, but do yeah, it. that's all I have for the lighthouse. If you haven't seen it, we haven't done it justice. Go to Amazon Prime. I think it's on Paramount. It's Plus free on Prime. Mm-hmm. It's free on Prime. If you have Prime Video, please go watch it. And um, that's all I got. You got anything else? No. All right. I'm going to go see how my parents are faring and what their interpretation is. Well, until next time, you guys, stay spoopy. Stay spoopy. If but the birds were gin, if but the sun were a hearty river, I might give someone else me the bird. My lover lies asleep. My lover is born and her heart is mellow. I would give the whole world just to share. Hello.